Back with us, visiting now with Baylor baseball assistant coach Jim Blair. And back from Kansas, tough weekend in Kansas. Uh, just on the road in general uh, has been tough for you guys. Um, what, what was it like this weekend up in Lawrence? Uh, definitely a different a different weekend. The, the weather, uh, the conditions, you know, definitely played a factor. The wind was blowing out all three games, and um, which made it for, you know, opportunity to have, you know, great offensive days. But at the same time, you're, you're defending the park in those situations as well. And and that was Kansas's first games at home. So I think they were excited to be there and and, and obviously comfortable. And that was our first um, game that we had games that we had played on turf, which uh, which I thought we, you know, defensively, as far as balls being struck on the ground, we handled fine. But uh, it's a tough weekend, obviously not the results that we wanted. But, you know, there's some things, some areas that uh, change a little bit in the way we handle the pitching and um, you know, from an offensive perspective, still seeing some growth out of some young guys. So, yeah, that's one thing I kind of came away from the weekend with were some of the young guys. Uh, I was asking you about Cole Tremaine. Uh, to be honest, I hadn't heard his name much, and all of a sudden he's in the lineup and contributing for you. Uh, tell us about him. Yeah, Cole is, uh, you know, coach has been telling this story over the last couple of weeks about after one of our, our games here in the recent past, it, you know, it was, it was midnight and he um, could hear somebody hitting down in the cage and it was Cole. And, and Cole hasn't, had not had an at bat this season up until that point and that just kind of spoke to the kids work ethic and you know how important it is to him and just being ready for his moment uh mark johnson the coach i used to coach for at sam houston state legendary coach as the head coach of texas a&m for years he, he would always preach about be ready for your moment you, you don't know when it's going to come it could be in game two it could be in game 47 be ready for your moment and, and cole got his this weekend and had a start and had and, and struck the ball really really well so that was that was good he, he was ready for his opportunity and he's thrown what better on the mound than he did his first few times out so hopefully we're seeing some growth there but he he works his tail off he can defend the field in the outfield and and he may get more opportunities here in the near future yeah that's really cool I mean you look for moments of uh, positivity you know and 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 bright you know bright moments so to speak and here's a guy that's worked hard and finally is getting his opportunity and making the most of it yeah no that's uh you you like to think that the game rewards those guys and um you know it's a it's a tough thing you know I I think with, with some of our younger guys and inexperienced guys, we're seeing growth because they've been out on the field. You know, there is no, you know, us as coaches, what have you, we can do what we do, but there is no substitute in this game for, for at-bats and for mound time for a pitcher. And so the more those younger guys have been out there, we've we've seen some, some growth out of them. But for a guy like Tremaine who hasn't been out on the field, you know, his only option is continue to work and work and work and work and when that moment arises hopefully that work gives you that body of work gives you the confidence to be ready for that moment and uh, to you know it's a, it's a tribute to him and his hard work I mean, he got in there and he didn't he didn't look phased he didn't look nervous he just attacked the opportunity and made the most of it there's some other names that uh, you know people who follow the program closely will know, but others may not know yet. But like a Hunter Toplansky, I mean, that's a guy that seems like he's uh, you know an up and coming guy. People may not know his name yet, but gosh, uh, he's really coming on. Yeah, Hunter's been. It's been fun to watch his his development. You know, I think he uh, left TCU last year with about 11 at bats, somewhere around there. So um, watching him grow and, and make some adjustments and. And continue to get better and better and better and really you know his level of confidence in the box right now is pretty good and you know he's 
you're seeing uh, a lot of success and, and I think for him being being out on the field consistently every day and it's a tough deal for you know especially for a switch hitter that's young um, you're not getting as many at bats left-handed or I'm sorry right-handed for him he's getting a bunch left-handed and then you know I think here in the last couple of weeks I, I don't know what the numbers are but I think his right-handed at bats have been pretty good as well so he's he, he's an interesting one to watch I think he continues to improve I think he's got more power than he's showing now but I think his his bat to ball skills is is good, and that's what you want to happen first before a guy starts to develop power. You, you got to be a good contact guy before the power can actually really play. And and I think he's got more in the tank. And but it's good to see him having success and putting up some numbers for us. Yeah, that is fun to see. And then of course Colby Branch is a guy that really all season has been has stepped in and done really well for you. Yeah, he's you know like we talked about a few weeks ago. He's Colby Branch is Colby Branch. I, I you know I've uh, I haven't. Seen seen very many kids his age compete every single pitch uh, all season long you know he's 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 the ultimate competitor he he's he's had success he's on base uh, at a very high rate for us and kind of sets the tone um, you know we talked a few times about maybe taking him out of the leadoff spot and maybe giving him more opportunities for RBIs but you know you don't you don't want to take a good leadoff guy out of the leadoff spot you know to try to find something else but he, he he's he's just man he's steady Eddie and for and for a guy uh, you know that's a freshman to be as consistent as he's been from a competitive, you know, competitively and in his defense. I think we, you know, we've pushed him over to shortstop. He's handled that move uh, really, really well, and, and continues to to get better there. He's he's fun to watch, and, and again, if you haven't seen him play, he's worth coming just to watch him play because um, he, he's going to be a, a great. Um, foundational piece in this program for for the next three three years. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of leadoff guys, uh, kind of reminds me when you were playing here, you played with a pretty good leadoff guy your time here, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. John <laughs> Topper um, was 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 pretty good, and uh, you know. It, John, I, I, when you when you talk about John, and this is probably something when he, he I think he's coming down here in a couple of weeks. But you know, when you look at John, you think about all these records that um, that he owns, home runs that'll probably never be touched, hits, runs, whatever all he has. He's in the Hall of Fame. He was a fourth round pick. He's got all this stuff. That's not what I remember about John. Mm-hmm. What I remember about John is his leadership. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know him pushing and being a positive influence on everybody around us in the program and and honestly I think um, he was one of the the guys that was younger guys from the time he stepped on campus as a freshman kind of set the tone for you know the attitude that hey we're we're gonna we're gonna win and we're gonna be really good and if you don't like that then you need to move aside (laughs) and and so um, that's what I remember about John he's got he's got all this all these accolades in the record books and what have you but but he was really fun to be around and and to have the opportunity to play with yeah Uh, really good leadoff guy best leadoff guy I've ever seen here but a really good team I mean you guys had some really good teams also all right this week uh, four home games which is nice, kind of condensed four games in five days. What's that like to get ready for that kind of glut of games together? Yeah, you know, the, the practice today will be light. Um, a lot of, you know, the travel and um, driving to Dallas and then and then getting up to, to Kansas City and then driving over to Lawrence, you know, that can, that can take its toll on especially some of these young guys that haven't done it before. So practice today will be light, try to get some figure, some things figured out with a few hitters here and there and then 
you know, get in rhythm and play Tuesday and then Wednesday practice again. Um, you, you know, we should be in game rhythm pretty um, pretty easily just because we don't have a lot of practice days in between uh, or off days. Our off day this week will come Sunday. But, um, you know, we it's it's another great opportunity to, to, get, to get out there and to be at home. And, you know, anytime you play, uh, not overlooking Stephen F. Austin, but obviously uh, get an opportunity to play the Sooners here at Baylor Ballpark, and, and that series should be great with the, with Easter weekend. So we're looking forward to it. Do you miss uh, not having a couple of practice days in there? I mean, is there still things you can get done, midweek practices? Yeah, I think it, we're, we're kind of at that point of the year where, you know, it's going to be more individual adjustments, more, more than likely. You start, you know, uh, with baseball can be a thing at the end of the year. You you definitely can overswing, and you definitely you know guys' legs are starting to to get tired. Um, you know, you, and you, you you need to work, but at the same time, it's it's more about management. You know, and just kind of getting a feel. And, and we've we've had the, kind of the same guys in there every day in the lineup. And obviously, Tremaine got his opportunity. But when it's the same guys every day, you just have to be careful about managing their workload. You know, because they are on their feet quite a bit, and and those the that travel's not not necessarily easy on them. So we'll get some stuff done. But at the same time, it's it's more it's going to be directed towards the individual and what they might need to get themselves right. Okay. Final thought. And again, it's so great to. Have have you back here uh tell everybody what your what's your role what does mitch need from you on a game day yeah on game day i i coach first base and um throw batting practice and and i you know, i put our scouting reports together which uh to be honest that that takes most of my time <laughs> throughout the week it's not the same that it used to be in the past we used to call four or five of our friends who had played a certain team and they'd send over you know their reports on paper and you'd, you'd cut and paste that and put it into a document and throw it up on the wall well now we have uh, programs like synergy and true media where we have video of every swing or every pitch or every play I mean, we, we have video of, of every pitch a pitcher's thrown for the last five years. And it's a it's a rabbit hole. You can go down yeah. pretty pretty good. But so what I what I do is I watch a lot of film of of those guys and, and try to put together what does our approach need to be, you know, versus this guy. What does it look like when they're picking? Can we run on them? You know, what can we do? And and put that 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 honestly takes a lot of my time throughout the week and it's it's a much I like doing it because because you're able to actually see what the opponent is doing on film, um, but at the same time it's a it's a lot more work. It can be as much work as you want it to be. So, and then you know I throw BP and that's that's kind of what I do on game day and. You know, any anywhere else he needs my help. That's that's kind of what I do. That's so, cool. yep. uh, with all that video available, uh, it's almost like is that to major league level? Like having that much video to look at to to present to the guys? Yeah, I mean, it, we we watch video on every pitcher that we that we face. You know, going into a weekend, we'll show the starters and then who we um, you know who we think is going to be a high percentage chance that they're going to you know go to the bullpen with, and we'll look at that. But yeah, we have access to 
you know thousands and thousands and thousands of pitches and you can you can filter it down i want to know what this guy throws in one two counts with guys in scoring position to right-handed hitters mm. um it's it's really really cool stuff but at the same time it's you know it's like it, it can be overwhelming and too much and and with a young team you're trying to simplify as much as possible so um you know it's it, it's definitely a great tool um it's completely changed analytics and what have you i think uh one of the interesting things that coach furlong and i were talking about was at the major league level balls that are actually put in play that batting average at the major league level is going down hmm. it's been going trending down for the last four or five years in college baseball when balls are put in play the batting average is trending up hmm. and we were trying to figure out you know what might that be and you know we had talked about how at the big league level the shifts and you know and now only the shift in the outfield um, pitchers ability to execute a certain pitch um, the level of athleticism of the defender probably lends to those guys at big league level that batting average going down we're in college baseball we have all these analytics now and we may be overshifting hmm. based on hey we've got this information but are the pitchers actually consistent enough to actually execute the pitch that would lend a ball to be hit in a certain area or, or you know just a little bit more inconsistency inconsistency not as much you know detailed information you know guys at big league level playing 162 games you're seeing you're seeing um, teams multiple multiple times a year college baseball we get a look at three of them so or at three games at most so um, there's some interesting stuff out there but those are some of the things we look at so yeah really interesting i need to let you get back to it thanks for the visit appreciate it good luck this week yeah thank you john